I genuinely love listening to podcast episodes like this where it is two friends conversing, sharing, relating to each other, and it's kind of just a lighthearted listen. But in the mix, you get to hear favorite things, tips, tricks, or even just have a good laugh. I have genuinely wanted to start a podcast with Lauren called Midwesty Besties, and we know podcasting is so fun. We absolutely love doing it. It is a commitment though, and Lauren hosts her own show, Becoming with Lauren Ricks. I have this show, Feminine Fitness Podcast, and to add that onto our plate would be so awesome and so amazing. I think you guys would love it equally as much as we would love recording it, but we do want to know, are these the type of podcasts that you like to listen to? Are you more solo um, episode focused on certain topics or related type of things, or do you kind of like that inner mix of conversational podcasts? I listen to all kinds of podcasts, my friends, and this is one of my favorite types. As of recently, I just think once I became a mom, I started taking life way too seriously, way too strategically, and now I'm becoming more laxed and free and finding my own way and also just finding fun in things before where everything just always had to have a purpose and a mission and metrics and all these things. And so you're about to listen to a conversation between me and my bestie, Lauren. Her and I have been friends for over a decade and we have had this long distance friendship for about two years now. If you don't know the backstory on it, she moved to Utah and then recently her and her family picked up and moved to Texas. So she gives a little update on all of that in this episode and I think it is just really fun and if you like these style of episodes, please let us know. So let's kick this off, my friend. For those of you who are in listening for the first time ever, this is a fun series that I like to do with my bestie on here. So hey Lauren, welcome to the pod. Hey. We should have a, a cool we should have a cool name for our series instead of Fit Friends Conversations. Like we need to have our own podcast. Oh yeah. That's what we're gonna do. That's what we're gonna do. And I talked about this and I was like, we need to title it Midwesty Besties because I think it would be so interesting to be like me, the person who still lives here, and you, the person who is like all over the place, going to the different places, right? Because I have lots of questions and I've even saved some questions for this podcast, but I've got a new li- lot of new listeners to the pod. So if you don't know who Lauren is, she's my BFF. We've been friends for over a decade met at a daycare that we worked at together in our college ages, became like super close through the network marketing company that we're both in because we were getting um, dating and married and engaged and having babies all around the same time. So same life phases. And here we are still like super close. And now Lauren lives in Texas. What? If you guys got to go back and listen to the other episodes, if you haven't listened to um, Lauren's adventures over the last like two years, but here we are. She's here on the podcast. You guys, I beg the woman, hey, when are we going to make the time for this? When are we going to make the time for this? I finally confronted her this week and I'm like, so are you like not into this anymore? Do not want to date, like have podcast dates? And she was like, fine. And I I forced her. She is here against her will. Welcome to the podcast. 
I am not here against my will. I actually felt very called out when you said that. I was like, what? Does she feel like I don't want to have these conversations? I was just, I want more time than just a freaking half an hour with you, Joelle, okay? See, that's the thing. We delay these so much. That's why we end up having them be two hours. And when, if we were to do this more frequently, we could knock it out, but we're going to be knocking out. And we're really just going to be talking about life updates. And guess what? I'm still here in Minnesota living the same old life that I've been living for the last five years. I'm happy with that. I'm okay with that. I'm thriving in that. But your life is much more interesting, my friend. How was, fill us in from the last time we talked, which was when you were in Minnesota with me, we were podcasting live together, but now you're in Texas. Like, how has that all flown by this summer? We've been here for what, over a month, month and a half, I think. Um, It's hot AF in Texas. That's all I have to say. Do you want to know the three things I've given up on since moving to Texas? Makeup. Okay. Makeup mm-hmm. because it just melts off my face. Yep. Like even sunscreen, like my tinted sunscreen, I put it off and I swear it makes me sweat more. Mm-hmm. It's like pointless yeah. to wear. Um, bras. Okay. Yeah. Bras. Mm-hmm. I just like, give me like the tank, like the crop tank situation because it's just too hot to be wearing like multiple layers and even underwear. <laughs> hey, welcome to Undercar- my club. Yeah, I'm finally in your club of not wearing underwear because it's just like another hot, sticky layer. And I'm like literally swear I sweat like three or four times a day outside of my workouts because every time I go outside, I'm sweating and it's so hot. The conversations you've had with me about this, I'm like, yeah, I'm meant for Minnesota. I'm meant for cold. Like we had a few hot, humid days where we were hot in temperature for us and I was like I can't wait for it to be cool right now it is like 70 degrees when I'm taking my walks and I am thriving I'm like this is amazing weather like this is my kind of summer we will have to have a podcast when it's winter here and I'll probably will be saying the same thing it is 70 degrees here and it is like perfect temperature yeah for sure for sure and I've heard the people I've talked to, cause I've said that too, to them, like it is hot. Cause that's, they usually ask like, how, how are you liking it? And I'm like, it is hot. And they're like, yeah, a couple more weeks and then it will start cooling off. Um, one of the biggest things I feel like surprised me when we moved here was how green it is and how much it reminds me back home, like of Minnesota. Yeah. For some reason, I don't know what I was thinking it was going to look like in Texas. Like, I don't know, but it's still very green. And the town we live in is a smaller, it has like 7,500, I think almost 8,000 people in it. So it is like smaller, not, not Holly small, but smaller. Um, and it's like laid out, if that makes sense. Like where we lived in Utah, everything was just like crammed into the valley. So everything was just like on top of each other. There wasn't a lot of like roaming area. There wasn't a lot of green. And here it's just like, there's fields and there's trees and there's just like, there's no rolling hills, but there's trees and green. So that was something where I was like, it's a nice vibe because it's, we haven't had trees <laughs> in Utah. They have trees, but they're not like, I don't know. It's a different vibe. 
what's the vibe of like yeah what's the vibe of like the people is it like southern everybody's walking around in cowboy hats and cowboy boots no No, but everybody has a southern accent which is really cool to listen to when I come to visit and I'm wearing my cowboy boots and cowboy hat, then I'm going to be sticking out like a sore thumb. Oh, shoot. I'm I mean, plan, planning my wardrobe out differently. Just kidding. I'm sure some of the older people do. I'm trying to think. I don't know. But the other day I was in the sauna at the gym and I was listening to two older ladies in there talking and I was just like laying in there listening to them talk. And the accents are just like so Southern listening to two old ladies go back and forth talking and I'm just like your accents are so cool yeah and everybody everybody's very friendly like it's midwest I feel like still so which is the nice like transition because everybody's still really like friendly and like oh how are you blah 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 kind of stuff which is nice yeah um Grayson started school yesterday so that's been a huge thing which was probably harder on me than it was on him, which I've shared on my social media a couple of times of just like, I was ready, <laughs> was ready to send him off to school. And then I sent him off to school and I was like, my heart, what's he doing? What's yeah. happening? How is he feeling? Yeah, I know. I even saw your reel where it's like, I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to cry. And then, then there was me being like screaming at my phone, like, Lauren, cry. Like, it's not a big deal. Just cry. Like, why are you telling yourself not to cry? Like, if you want to cry, cry. And you're so, like, with your kids, this is such a great quality that you have. Like, you want them to feel their emotions and have their emotion emotions validated. Like, that's very important to you as a mom. But here you are telling yourself not to cry. And then I was like, Joelle, don't read into it. It's just a real. But I'm like, we need to talk about this. Because if you were really telling yourself, like, don't cry, don't cry, don't cry, I'm like, okay, wait, how come it's okay for kit your children and even others because you're very like right you're very um supportive when others are expressing their emotion and you're in that energy but like for you to tell yourself like don't cry don't cry i was like no sis like you, you don't tell right. yourself to shut down your emotions because that makes you so unique to you yeah it's funny because after i made it i was like that's totally like backward my backwards thinking but also I had the idea to make it in more of like a haha funny but I think it hit more so more like the the women who watched it were like oh I feel this but now that I think about it I should have been like "Ah, cried because that's more me (laughs) than like I'm not gonna cry I'm not gonna cry yeah yeah, like feel yeah. the emotion. So with the vibe, the energy of Texas, you're feeling good. You guys are really loving the house that you're in. It's mm, I love the house. Nice. Mm-hmm. Finally some like space and a backyard and an extra space. So we turned, I feel like so many of the houses here have like formal dining rooms. <laughs> so we turned the formal dining room into my workout gym, my workout space. So we have like our mats in there. It's like gym. Um, and then the office is the office, but yeah, it's, we have the space and we have the, I mean, we haven't been in the backyard a lot. I kind of wish now we would have done more searching for like a house that had a pool now that I know how much my kids love swimming because they have a hard time being outside unless it's like seven, eight o'clock when it's cooler. Yeah. Cause there's not a lot, we don't have like a swing set yet back there. There's not a lot for them to do out there. We did invest in like 
a hundred, $150 pool from Amazon and I set it up and I killed the grass. So Nick's not thrilled about that situation. And we have to try and figure out what we're doing with that now. So that hasn't been up, but that was like a saving grace for a couple of weeks. Yeah. That'll go by quick though. Cause with like fall around the corner and all of that, you know, like holy, like it, up here, we like hole up and kind of like accept that we're going to be more indoors in the winter time. And for you, it's just take, making that mindset shift of like in the summertime for you now, it's not your go, 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 go season. Like I even remember when I was really starting to p- explain cycle syncing in the avenues of seasonal to my Southern listeners, my hot climate listeners, they were like, that didn't resonate with them because in their summer times is when they are going into like, you know, they don't really go outside, not spending a lot of time outside. It's not like that distinguished, but then realizing like, oh, it's really winter time, those winter months where you guys are going to be out and about doing the thriving while our season is kind of to be holed up and not as go, 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 go. And I bet that's just even a hard mindset shift because even unconsciously, like you grew up with summer being like, get outside, get outside, get outside, get outside. Right. Mm -hmm. And now it's just a flip. Right. And we've been doing a lot of biking. Like while we've been here, I take the kids out, even if it's like 20 minutes, we go like a loop around our, our neighborhood. Otherwise it's like, yeah, we're cooped up inside and they go crazy. And I'm like, we got to get outside, even if it's like a 20 minute ride, yeah. which yeah. is nice. Right, 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 right. Okay. So we've gone through updates and all of that, but I wanted to tell you this hilarious story about Bryce. And we, we were kind of voxering with you that night. And like I had said, our routine with our kids is really like bedtime starts so early because they're starting to take longer to fall asleep. And if we don't bring them to their rooms for like solitude they end up just getting super hyper so bryce and i are in his room and we're kind of just talking and he is just literally this stage is my favorite i mean after bryce turned three and a half it's just been my favorite of everything because he is so sweet and so genuine and he asked me mom how was work today He's like, oh, good. And like sometimes i play the podcast in the car and like i do my best best with trying to explain it in an, in a way that he will understand, you know, talking about how I, I talk to people and help them with working out and fitness and all, and all kinds of stuff. And so I kind of explained a handful of things that I had done for work. And he was like, you work on the computer. And I was like, yeah, you know, I come home, I drop you off and I come home and I work on my computer and blah, blah, blah. And he takes a deep breath and he goes, I have, I have end quote, quote he says when I growed up I want to work with dad (laughs) I was like not with you all right okay so what I just what I just talked about wasn't interesting and for context for the listeners you guys my husband's in the construction industry so when my kids go to my husband's work it is like better than Disney like they get to sit in excavators and all kinds of like equipment. And because my dad has farm equipment and machinery, like they are all into that stuff. So then I was telling my mom this story and my mom had Bryce on Saturday and she's like, that's so funny because we were just with Bryce on Saturday and he said, Hey grandpa, 
when I growed up, I'm going to drive my dad to work. And my dad goes, oh, you are? Are you going to like go to work then too? Or are you just going to like goof around? My mom said he had the longest pause where he was really thoroughly, thoroughly thinking. And he goes, yeah, grandpa, I can work too. (laughs) He is just so pumped. And it was just the cutest thing ever. And the other day he goes to me, there's this little girl at work. Let's call her Stacy because I don't want to use her actual name, but she's like, mom, Stacy has such beautiful hair. She's so nice to me. She has, she's beautiful like you. And I like smiled and I was like, thank you for saying that. That was so nice to me. And he was, I was like, did you say that to Josie? Like now I said her name, (laughs) Josie. I'm like, did you say that to her so she would feel good? And he goes, yeah, mom. And I touched her hair. (laughs) Oh my God, you're the cutest thing ever. So Sean and I have been talking about, and I don't know if our listeners are on TikTok or whatever, I'm sure this will become a popular reel in a little bit, but there's this popular trend on TikTok. That's like me worried about my sensitive firstborn, whatever. And then comes in like a clip of something. And it's usually like an aggressive behavior character so the TikTok was me worried about my firstborn and his like sensitive nature and then it's like his little brother and it's this like intense music with Jax from Sons of Anarchy like whipping around a pistol and and then it was like his little brother and I was like that is so Bryce and Jace like we've got Bryce who's gonna be like the sensitive loving like firstborn and then Jace and it was just so funny that it was that Jax from Sons of Anarchy because if we let Jace grow his hair out it would be that like stick straight blonde and I just laughed so hard they are so different but yet such like typical firstborn typical secondborn and it was hilarious they were so funny so so freaking funny though really one topic i wanted to roll into because we talked about this a couple times when we were um in together hanging out when you were in minnesota was bringing up a couple of the things that we said we would never do as moms Mm -hmm. that we do now do you have yours in mind because i i've got mine (laughs) so if you want me to kick it off i can Yeah, I have a couple, I guess I could say too. You can go first if you want though. Okay. So first me before kids, I was like, it is not going to be hard for me to leave my kids, whether leave my kids (laughs) with my babysitter, leave my kids with my parents, leave my kids with my husband. I was just like, no, when I become a mom, I've got this great, amazing group of supportive people. And especially when my kids were like babies and toddlers, it just, I know it's like, I had this mindset of I had to do everything because I was the one who knew how to do it right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And even now it's like, I still think it's hard for me and I don't want to leave my kids. For example, like before having kids, I traveled every month in 2015, every month I was on an airplane going somewhere and I have zero desire to like travel mm-hmm. zero, like zero even for my birthday our birth my birthday dinner i was like yeah i'm really excited to like go out with sean and eat a meal that i didn't cook i don't have to clean up and 
without like, mom, I need some something to drink or can I have more of this or that? And like me interrupting my meal. But as soon as we finished dinner, I was like, yeah, let's get back to the kids. Like no big deal. I feel like six years in, I've like settled into motherhood, but like it's still like leaving my kids is not easy. And it's also not something I even really want or desire to do. But before I was a mom, I was like, oh no, it's not gonna, it's, I'm still gonna go on the trips. I'm still gonna do the things. I'm still gonna like, just leave my kids with whoever, wherever. No, not a thing. I don't know if I ever had that thought before I had kids, but now let's see like when they were littler it was harder for me to leave them now it's not so much but granted I only leave them with Nick right now because we don't have a sitter well at the rec center I guess they go to child care there um but even when you lived in like Fargo and yeah but they were little Parker was really little then and that was hard because she was only nursing do you remember that like I could only be gone an hour and a half, two hours max. And the whole time I was gone, I was thinking about, oh my gosh, I need to get back. My boobs are filling up. She's probably like freaking out, you know, like nursing mom. So that was hard to leave them. But now it's different that they're older. I feel like I don't mind leaving them, but also they're with me. They've been with me all the time, (laughs) all the time. It maybe would be different if they were at, you know, like Grayson now at school or if Parker was at daycare school all day, four days a week, I would maybe not want to leave them as yeah. much. You yeah. know what I mean? It might be different. Yeah. Um, I'm not meaning in the sense of this season. I'm meaning in the sense of like, and what our circumstances are this season. I'm meaning like in general, like I said, I wasn't going to miss out on trips or, you know, like, yeah life wasn't going to change because i had a child that's basically the theme of my life and life changed (laughs) yeah i mean i even remember like when i had bryce and jace and you had just grayson and there were even times where we would try to set up a time for us to go out to dinner just the two of us but it was still hard for us to do that like even though i had jace on a bottle and you had just grayson at that time i remember it still being like hard and we made excuses like i will call us out on that where it's like we totally made excuses as to why we couldn't take the time away from our kids and just like leave them with dad or leave them with grandma or figure Mm -hmm. out a babysitter situation and prioritize that like if something like i think of the times we wanted to go to super saturday Mm. something came up with the kids we stayed like it was just like we stayed right well and i think that that whole that whole just like why and we've had this conversation before that like why does it always fall on the moms to figure that out yeah you know Uh conversation where like you don't know that till you know that like our our pre-mom selves had no idea how our lives were going to change before we had kids you're getting what i was meaning yeah i get what you mean now yeah yes yes yeah um Go ahead. You say one. Um, tablet and TV screen time. I feel like that was something before I was a mom. I was like, oh, I'll be able to entertain my kids easily enough. Like, I'll have all the things. 
And now granted Grayson didn't have tablet time a lot. Parker is more obsessed with the tablet than Grayson ever was. And so like, that's something where I'm like, I remember like hanging out with my mom friends who had kids before I had kids and just being like, I'm never going to be like that. I'm not just going to give my kids a tablet to watch, to like keep them entertained. And sometimes that does happen. Yeah. I do think that's because I've gotten on the side of TikTok now where there's a handful of moms that talk about like the cultural differences between the United States and other countries. And it's a big thing in the United States that we take personal responsibility for entertaining our children. Mm -hmm. And I think that kind of comes with the territory. And it's also an unrealistic expectation we put on ourselves that we have. And I even remember this when we were into the accounts like um, busy toddler and stuff like that. There were times where I even thought to myself where I was like, why is it my, like, why am I putting this on me for entertainment? You know what I mean? And that's a very much like American type of standard that we've put on ourselves. And especially when you're home with the kids all the time, all day long, like it's impossible for you to keep them entertained all the time. And if, if you did, it would literally have to be your full-time job because a person only has so much capacity in a day. Right. right. Well, and they jump from things. Takes you a half hour, hour to get an activity ready. And they do the activity for 15 minutes. All right. Clean up for a half hour. Next mm-hmm. thing. Like that would literally be your day, mm-hmm. which is exhausting. <laughs> Thinking about <laughs> Yeah. And same with Bryce, like it wasn't much for tablet time. I'm kind of the type where TV, I don't notice that like TV affects the kids' behavior. So we kind of always have it on as background noise in our house and it hasn't been an issue for us, but like, I know that it's, it's not the same in every household, but yeah, Jace is way more obsessed with the computer. Like Bryce will, or we call it the computer, the tablet, Bryce will play with it for a little bit and then he like turns it off and goes about and like I don't even have to monitor it because he's just not and then Jace is like carrying it around everywhere to the bathroom I'm like no leave it where it is Parker is the same like she has no patience with letting it even charge I'm like it has to stay charged if you want to play on it like stop pulling it out of the wall but it's not going fast enough because you keep pulling it out of the wall sister yeah Yeah, and there are times like especially with Jace where I know he like taking away the tablet is a consequence that he really it affects him and he doesn't have we tell him that Sean brings it to work (laughs) that it's it's not here dad brought it to work because of whatever it was that happened to cause it to be gone and yeah we've been using it for parker it's when i work out at home she gets to have tablet time and when my workout's done tablet time is done so well, if that's the case then i wouldn't even worry about that duration of time right it's i don't know hour probably yeah that's not a lot you're probably no. just being super hard on yourself dude probably we've been through that this week Apparently <laughs> yeah. not live The other thing, and this even kind of sticks with the first one that I talked about, where it's like, before I was a mom, I mean, I have like team call recordings and all kinds of videos and stuff talking about how like my work ethic and drive wouldn't change 
because I had kids. And it was like right after I had Bryce and because we see it in the work from home MLM industry where literally ladies give birth and they're like, I'm checking in with my blah, blah, blah. And I remember like, I didn't even give my chance myself a chance to like settle into motherhood. And I was just like, work calls, like I expected myself to just still go at the pace that I once was. And even it wasn't until like, I was like, you guys straight up going to therapy. And my therapist was like, helping me work through all of this, that accepting, yes, motherhood did change my work ethic and did change my values and my priorities. Because before having kids, it was just like, you know, goal setting and titles and challenging myself. And, you know, I was at this certain income level, get to the next certain income level. Whereas now I'm like, I know how I want to show up in my business now with the season that I'm in. I obviously still have like income goals to attain, but they're very attainable goals. They're not goals that are stretching and it's okay you know and i i don't think we ever heard that message not just in the mlm industry but in other industries where it's like it's 100 percent like shifts and seasons and different things depending on where you're at in life and that doesn't mean like if you aren't as driven all the time you're gonna like go backwards and things are gonna crumble i for sure was just like nope i'm still gonna show up the same i'm still gonna have the same work ethic like everything's just going to be the same. And then motherhood got thrown at me, right? I got, it literally felt like I just got into a tornado. I was trying to like grab everything around me. And now I'm like, no, like I really just feel kind of okay that my career is steady, but not necessarily like I'm not interested or looking for scaling or massive growth or next level or quantum leaps or whatever the everybody else is talking about i'm just like we're good right here right now and i have to fight that like contentment chatter and like that difference between being content and being stuck and a lot of that type of things but that's something in motherhood i i was like that is not gonna change when i become a mom and here i am right i think um with that topic too both of us had so much of our identity tied up in our business because we started our business so early in our twenties where we literally grew in adulthood with our business. And I mean, that's something both of us have worked on is like untangling our identity from our business and the accomplishing and the doing and the do more and the achieving we had to like detangle that. I feel like in the last couple of years, even the last year. Right. So that was something we didn't know before motherhood, how that was going to change because it's like, again, you don't know what you don't know. Like we had no idea how much motherhood really takes on how much you really have to take on in motherhood, I guess. And it's literally a full-time thing. Yeah, um, I think about that too, of like, did you give yourself a six week to 12 week maternity leave? I didn't. I was maybe lucky for a couple of days. And then I was like, switch back on to work, start sharing everything on social media, start talking, you know, like, yeah, mm-hmm. I would do that differently. Same, 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 same. Sure. same, same my friend. Um, the other thing is eating in the car. I'm so glad you brought this up. 
Because I, I feel like uh, we're going to get DMs. I can relate. I can relate. I can relate. I just remember thinking both. I, I feel like we had this conversation before we had kids too. And we were like, we'll never have, like, they'll never eat in the car. And my kids, my car is a disaster right now because of the eating in the car. My kids don't really eat in the car unless it's like we're going to and from, you know? So it's not like a never situation, but when we're in the car, We'll eat when we get there, or we'll eat when we get home. <laughs> but I see how, like, when you're making road trips and everything like that, like, that's t- that's different, you know? Right. Like, And I don't remember, like, when we, well, okay, this was, like, forever ago, but, like, when Grayson was one and we lived in Thief River and we'd make road trips to our parents' house, which was, like, a mile, we never had issues with snacking. Then we moved to Fargo in two hours or 40 minutes to your house, like, our our road trips got longer and I had to pack snacks because it was like two hours. They're going to need something. Do you know that we have a countdown here? Yeah. I was just going to say, apparently Zoom's going to cut us off. (sighs) What is up with that? I think I got a new business debit card. So I bet I didn't update the billing situation. I was like, but that's weird for, um, we're not doing a group. It's just me and you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, eating in the car. So friends, before the podcast cuts us off, let us know what did you say you weren't going to do as a mom and now you do. Okay. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. Thanks for coming. Bye. Okay. That was so rude. So rude of Zoom to cut us off. And now that I re-listened to that episode back again, I feel like Lauren and I sound so tired. You guys, I had a hound Lauren to get on Zoom with me and it happened to be after a long day of momming. She had hosted and taught some virtual classes before that. And at the end of it, I'm just like, oh, I could tell that she's just like getting super tired, but still really great, fun conversation. Once again, let us know if you like this style of episode. And I wanted to let you know a few of the things that Lauren is doing within her business, because it is really great and really incredible, the work that she is doing. First, she has her own podcast. If you go into whatever podcast app you listen through, search Becoming with Lauren Ricks and follow her on Instagram. I'll leave the links in the show notes of this episode, but she gives out so much free information and supportive resources for those of you ladies who are moms, business owners, and she also has a membership community. So if you're a mom that's really kind of feeling lost in motherhood, you want some support and guidance and camaraderie in the crazy and the midst of motherhood, her community is really fantastic and she gives so much value in there for a very affordable price. I mean, that's the cool thing about membership communities is the host of the membership community really is giving gold and giving great resources and tools that they have at an affordable rate. Lauren is also working with other women who are wanting to expand and grow and offering some type of service or product or creating something to um, cultivate a business. Now, maybe you don't think of yourself as an entrepreneur yet, but you feel like you have something unique and special. Maybe it's a gift that you have, a problem that you have solved, or something that you want to help others with. 
Lauren has an offer offer called the creation, and this is taking your idea, something that you are unique in, that's special, something that you can utilize and make into an offer, something that somebody else could purchase. And you guys, Lauren has so much experience and expertise in this area because she has been in the online um, business community for a long, long time. She has invested in a ton of courses and coaches and mentorships. She's also been a coach and mentor and course creator. She's had group coaching, live coaching, um, passive courses, created digital products, created PDFs, created a um, journal that is sold and housed on Amazon. So really, whatever it is you feel like, I know that I have something that I want to share with others, share with the world and, you know, create something that I can put a price on and have that impact in somebody else's life. But you don't know what that is. Like, should it be a course? Should it be a podcast? Should it be a journal? Should it be a PDF? Lauren can be your business brainstorming bestie. I am grateful to say that we have worked with each other in this way around a few different ideas that I have when she gets her ideas. We really get to talk out loud to each other. And a lot of times, you know, it's really that talking out loud to somebody else and then them reciprocating it with encouragement and support and their ideas. And it really makes this magical thing of like, wow, I really could create something like this. And so if you are somebody that's like, I I'm thinking about, and I would love to create something that could have some sort of passive income or be an offer that I have that I could share with other people that is what Lauren is working with for you know new mompreneurs if you are somebody who has an established business but yet you still feel like oh is there a different way that I could deliver what I offer to other people Lauren would really be the best business brainstorming bestie for you to talk to she has this available on Voxer which is a really cool app so it's like you guys are conversing back and forth and back and forth and back and forth as it works for you and your schedule. And she's filled with so many ideas. Like one of her strengths is she gets so many really great ideas. And I know that she will be able to help you take that spark that is in you, that problem that you've solved or that gift that you have and make it into an offer that you can create, you know, an an income with whether you want it to be a passive income or you really want this to be something that you can offer within your business or if this is your way of starting your business and stepping into the business world, this would be a great place for you to start. So I wanted to let you guys know about that. Thank you so much for listening today. And if you did like this style of episode, if you think Lauren and I should start our own podcast, you probably got to go to her DMs and tell her because like I'm convinced and I want to do it, but she's got to make the time to have it on her calendar. And I think you guys, I mean, I've told her time and time again, but I think you guys telling her and nudging her, we could probably make it happen or else we'll just continue the series on each other's podcasts. So if you're subscribed to here, Feminine Fitness Podcast or are becoming with Lauren Ricks, you're going to find our episodes.